I was going to say, my grandfather used to have really big earlobes, which I used to love to flick. Yeah. <laughs> not like, uh, not aggressively, just like to see it dangle. Yeah, because, yeah, you do get those old dudes just with the severe dangle, don't you? Yeah. Progressive Rugby League. It's Progressive Rugby League time again, but you knew that because you downloaded this and pressed play. So, the slugs here, again, being a smartass at you. And Jono's here. Hi, Jono. It's Jono, actually. Oh, sorry. Uh, I should mention I've changed my name from Jono with an H to Jono with no H. <laughs> Just, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned right. that before. No, no, that's okay. Now I'm going to have to redo all the stationery. Thanks very much. <laughs> And Big Al, Big Al. Big Al, Big Al, that's my name. Uh, here I am. Rugby League's my game? Sure, That'll sure. Do. Okay, yeah. yeah. That'll play. If it's anybody's game, it's yours, Big Al. That's right, Al. it's all mine. <laughs> I'll share it if you're nice. Round Reflections. Is, um, it's a smaller round this week in the NRL because it, obviously it's a state of origin week, but um, maybe I'll go first because I know mine's short and sweet. And I think we uh, actually threw a tweet out there about this yesterday. When the uh, Roosters squad, when I saw that, and saw that Blake Ferguson was taking the custodian role at the back there in, um, in James Tedesco's absence, I went, well, whoever's idea this was is a damn fool. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> well, he played very well, to be fair. That's not the point. Well, did he? For well, a lot of he, it? He opened, he's opened, yeah, he, he played terribly for the first 15 minutes, I think, but... As a jaded Tigers fan, I'd say only the Tigers can take the opening 15 minutes that Blake Ferguson put Produced. on yeah. and somehow allow him to have like a spectacular game after that. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, that's yes. the thing. I, I, like, I, I was um, happy with my uh, assessment in the first half and then that try-saving tackle at the end. I, he did not deserve to. <laughs> he did not deserve to pull off that tackle. On the, on the mullet. I mean, that was just a yeah, shame. We had a mullet versus Ferguson. And, uh, mullet but, versus nude nut. <laughs> mullet on Baldy. Yeah. Ferguson at fullback. He hasn't got the hands for it. What were they thinking? He's a Wendell Saylor merchant, i.e., more more likely than not to bounce the ball off his chest or his head or something stupid. And Sailor had a, an enormous chest too, to his defence. <laughs> anyway, my round reflection's gone off the rails a bit. It's just me <laughs> starting to shout a bit. So, Big Al, what do you got? Oh, it's on me. Okay, well... Uh, well I, I know Jono's got a lot. Yeah, I know so Jono's, Jono's got a, a couple in the chamber ready to go, so maybe I'll get in before, before the shotgun goes off. My round reflection, it really, it's it's more of a, a Big Al reflection or a reflection upon Big Al. Because, right. you, know? you know, I think I've spent, since we started this journey, I've been on, you could probably classify me as anti-state of origin. I think I may have given that impression before that I, I think I origin's, that. origin's gotten very big. It, it swallows everything that it comes into contact with. The competition sort of is overshadowed by it and all those sort of things. Yeah. And, um, and the internationals are definitely... Oh, and I, I still believe it does hold back the international game. But having spent the best part of this week, or the last sort of last six to ten days, just basking in the news cycle that is Origin, mm. I think I may have changed my tune just a little bit. Yeah, I really? understand... I'm not saying that it, the way that it, it uh, holds back the international game is right. No. But perhaps the payoff of it being such a big event... Uh, I've underestimated. The New South Wales side particularly has 
progressive feel about oh, it yeah, this year, yeah. doesn't it? Maybe, like my, my, my qualms with the makeup of the game. It's more of the makeup of the teams. It's more about how the teams, what, like how the competition sort of shuts down for yeah. a, about two months. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, my qualms about if you want to be, if you have to qualify for either state team, you have yeah. to be therefore eligible for the Kangaroos only. Yes. But park that aside, the publicity that this thing generates is just second to none. It's amazing. The, the origin has been on the front and back pages of most Sydney newspapers and Queensland newspapers, of, for sure, for the, almost a week. Yeah. And I'm assuming probably in the Melbourne papers somewhere, yeah. which is just, it's just amazing. Like, you've got the Victorian government committing to get this event to their city for the next couple of years, whatever it is. Uh, you've got people talking about it. You've got people excited. Um, I really think that the game should invest in getting uh, some sort of calculation done on exactly how, on how much... Uh, economic value yeah. the, the state or even the country gets out of state of origin mm. there's, a, there's a, an email going around the old internet uh, of taken inside a, a Domino's kitchen right. that says attention all staff everybody needs to be working this Wednesday this is the this is the only time this year we'll ask you to do it but we just need all staff on it's yeah. our busiest night of the year the first origin yeah yeah. Well, what about the others? Well, this was taken from last year, so maybe <laughs> oh, it's the yeah, next, yeah. the next three, whatever. But then there's so there's the there's the pizza delivery market <laughs> gonna explode. But then you, you try and if you're not going to the game, you'd go to any pub in this city. Yeah. And I'm going to assume it's the same in Brisbane. It, it's standing room only. You got to get there yeah. about if you want to get like table and make sure you get can get dinner and all that sort of stuff. You got to get there by six, I think, at the at the absolute latest. Mm, and that's yeah. if you're going to a terrible pub that no one else wants to go to. But just the amount of activity economic activity outside of all the, the public interest that's, that Origin generates I think it's pretty cool I'd be interested I think it's pretty cool yeah I'd be interested to see some break-in figures on Origin night actually <laughs> no, 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 you mentioned it yeah. well I mean it's good to see you on board I've been trying to convince you for months that Origin's actually a net good and there's plenty I don't like about it but, but I mean it, it does obviously attract the casual rugby league and sports fan as well yeah. so they're all watching and they're watching in those markets that you want rugby league attracted in like yeah. your Melbournes your Adelaide's your so, Perth's I realised, uh, again, using my old internet search abilities, uh, mm. McDonald's is running a state of origin promotion in Victoria. Wow. There like, go. there you go. So that just goes to the... I don't know how it got, how it got this way. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I think it's excellent publicity for the game. I know I'm, I'm pretty much uh, contradicting myself from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but also, it's it's the halo effect. Yeah. It is better for everybody in this country because of the economic activity state of origin wow. generates. It's the shop window that people can trial it in origin and then they'll be exposed to the fruits of the great international game of rugby league yeah. and that yes. they'll be there for the yes. Hungaries versus given, given that fruit is, is given the right conditions to grow exactly yes yeah. yeah. so. state of origin is a stepping stone to the Hungary versus Ireland style exactly. international yeah. Europe. I, I'd just like I'd, I'd rather if Osmocote if, sorry <laughs> if state of origin was the Osmocote to allow the fruit to grow right. Right. rather than oh, the uh, potential shade cloth to block out the sunlight so. yeah, yeah. All right, and now we've reached the kind of level here on this podcast, a number of episodes-wise, where I'm starting to forget whether we've talked about things mm. previously <laughs> or not. But have we have we discussed um, our thoughts on whether we prefer a state of origin window in the middle of the competition where they don't play any NRL matches? We have. Yeah, uh, okay. I was of the opinion that you, you want a two-week window like they do in the European uh, football leagues where they shut shut down a competition over Christmas Maybe because it's really, really cold. Yeah. But like, I think it it brings uh, it wets the appetite for the second half of the season and yeah. it gets people excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think uh, I I would love to see it done in 
rather than having what have we got ten days between each game, yeah. it should just be three games. Uh, Weekend like in three consecutive weekends, yeah. like the way they do the old uh, Lions tour, yeah. when that happens every fifty-five sure. years yeah. or whatever. So, bam, bam, like bam. a five-day turnaround between games, maybe. Uh, yeah, it would probably therefore consume a lot more talent because you, 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 it'd just be injuries and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. But that's fine if the competition is shut down, then that's fine. Yeah, uh, I don't have any issues with that. And then you could you could sprinkle it over with there's, there's obviously there's women's state of origin happening this year. Yeah. you could put in some Pacific tests. You could make it a, an actual Nine. representative. Yes. Nines. No, nines. Yeah, no, it's because that's when all your youngsters who aren't good enough for Arjun, they, they can get some telly time. No, 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 no. Sevens. Sevens. Oh, sorry. We've got to, we've got to recapture seven. sevens. We have to recapture right. sevens off Rugby Union. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that there because I started something I, I really <laughs> shouldn't have started. Um, all right, Jono, you've got a few there. Let loose, fella. Guys, I had an interview, a job interview this morning. Ask me how I went. How'd you How go did, in that uh, I job absolutely <laughs> bombed. Oh, it was no. horrific. Oh, dear. You were Blake Ferguson under a highball, is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, it, it's related to rugby league in the following way. So last week when I told my colleagues I was going for this job and had secured an interview, they were very excited and they said, you've got this, you've got this. you're a shoe-in, you're a lock-in. I said, well, thanks, this is fantastic. Mm. So I went into the interview today complacent. I was uh, no. physically there, but mentally I wasn't prepared. I was physically there. I was suited up, I feel a, shaven. I feel a metaphor coming. I'm just worried. I, this is a, a <laughs> lesson for our State of Origin New South <laughs> Wales team that everyone's talking this team up, and we have too, and we yeah. love the team. We don't care if they win or lose. We're just happy that it's a progressive team, but there are many fans out there who care whether they win or not. Yeah. So I, I just want the, the team just not to get too carried away with expectation uh, because what if it's a wet night? Yeah. On, in Melbourne and it's dewy and it doesn't promote uh, fresh attacking rugby league I'm just a bit worried that they might yeah. buy into the uh, the hype yep. you know yeah. they see those they're Miami they're a bit of read their own press sort of stuff yeah I mean yep. they see themselves in those Miami Vice style jackets <laughs> yeah. um, you know you could buy your own hype buy into your own hype even well, when you walked into that interview mm. Were you telling yourself that winning is secondary, just as a mantra running through your head? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying that pretty much uh, every hour of my life. So oh, okay. That's how I calm myself, but it mm. didn't work out this time. And what was your prep like? Did you did you was it yoga? Was there? Yeah. Oh no, there was no. Uh, prep. Had you spent the day at the pub beforehand? Mm. Uh, no. Okay. There, there was okay. no prep. I, I basically uh, just considered it a lock-in, wow. and uh, and therefore. When it came to the questions, I forgot there would be questions yeah. in an interview. Oh, yeah. Stammering, struggling, muttering, mumbling. Uh, it was horrific. So I don't want to see that from the Blues no. on Wednesday night. So don't, be, just... yeah. don't be like Jono, Blues. There you go. Don't be like Jono. So another reflection I had, I'd like to make an official apology to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Oh, in, yes. in the second episode of this season, I think it was after round one, mm. I mentioned that upon losing to the Warriors in round one, that it wasn't a big deal for the Warriors because they'd beaten a hopeless yes. and boring yes. South Sydney. Well, we all remember team. that. We all mm, remember yeah. And so, you know, a friend of mine reminded me uh, over the weekend about it. So I wanted to officially apologise to the South Sydney Rabbitohs because I was basing my comments on what I've seen from the Rabbitohs mm. last year in, yep. t- in terms of being hopeless and boring and the previous X number of years in terms of being boring. Yep. So, look... I'd like to apologise to South Sydney and to Anthony Seabold, who I consider yeah. a very good coach. Because not only are they not hopeless and not boring, they're going very they're well. They're really yeah. good, yeah. They're doing and excellent. they're playing champagne rugby league. <laughs> now, what do you know about Anthony Seabold? Um, I don't know much about it. I know he played... I'm pretty sure he played uh, an international for Germany or something. Yeah, see now... Get what? out of here. What? 
I look. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I didn't wiki. I wikied him right. the other day, but uh, look, he's, oh. he's the sort of guy that I want to be friends with. And I say to you, Anthony Seabold, will you be my friend? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm uh, looking future, for future potential friend of the show, Anthony Seabold. Yeah. I guess my point is, though, that maybe the fact that no one really knows much about him is part of his success, maybe. That could be. You know. Well, I don't know. What about... Who's the who's the coach of the Titans? Garth Brennan? Garth Brooks. Garth oh, yeah, Brooks. Garth, Garth, Garth Brennan. <laughs> yeah, Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's right. He's had enough of the country life. That's um, right, Garth, Garth Brennan. Brennan. No one's heard of him, and they suck. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'll take that point. Well, I'll just say, you know, Anthony Seabar, will you be my friend? I'm looking for extra rugby league friends. I've got you two, which I, who I love. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and David I, and it, Middleton. Yeah, let's that's not right. Forget. That's true. I just need more rugby league friends, and I think we'd be really good together. So. <laughs> you and old Seabold. My final reflection comes being the resident Parramatta fan of the show. Yes. I have to, you know, acknowledge the fact that Parramatta have hit rock bottom and taken the mm. rock bottom mantle from the Newcastle Knights, your Newcastle Knights slug. Yeah. And I'd like to say, you know, rock bottom, it's not so bad. <laughs> you know, rock bottom, it's not too bad. <laughs> the only way is up. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. I think once Parramatta realise that they're at rock bottom, they can sort of start the whole gallows humour thing. Mm-hmm. You know, start joking about how rubbish they are. Oh, you see the pass I threw on the weekend? <laughs> I went through the third row. And once once you start doing that, the pressure is off. You know, I think Brad Arthur's struggling with um, with this period they're going through. He doesn't know how to lighten the mood, I believe. He's a very intense character. Mm. So I can't I think... imagine him lightening I, any I, mood I, ever. Yeah. I can sort of compare this to the plot of the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. So when Emilio Estevez <laughs> first inherited that team, they were all about gallows humour. Yeah, we totally suck, we can't do anything. And yeah. he came in, big corporate Mr. Lawyer Man, yeah. very intense, very serious. And it wasn't working. And it didn't work at all, did That's it? That's right. <laughs> so Who was that fat uh, goalkeeper? Goldberg. In Goldberg. Goldberg. We, we need a Goldberg in Parramatta. <laughs> People can galvanise and rally around. You know, that sort of character is the character that brings people together. And yeah. that's... Thank you, Big Al. That's it, Paramount. I need a Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. From Mighty Ducks. So they're my reflections for the weekend. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, Excellent we reflections. Thank you. And now mailbag time, obviously. That follows the round reflections. People have questions. People have thoughts. They write into us. We try to answer them. PRL Mailbag. It's the PRL Mailbag. I'm going to ask Jono to take it this week. Sure. I mean, over the weekend, uh, I got in contact with the great Martin Chariots the Fire on the Twitter sphere. Because I was watching, uh, as I as I often do, a replay of the Martin of Fire versus Lee Odenryan running race of circa 1992. Do we need need to elaborate? Well, uh, let me quickly elaborate. I've mentioned this before, but the first ever game I went to was Parramatta versus Great Britain, and at halftime, Martin of Fire raced Lee Odenryan, the flyer from Parramatta, at halftime in a match race. And so it's it's got a, a bit of a cult following this race. So I decided to just tweet Martin and say... I asked him three questions. I asked... Was your start sabotaged? <laughs> I asked. Enough times passed. Yeah, that's right. Able to talk about it. I asked. Does it still irk you to this day? The result. Does this, the result still irk you to this day? And three. Would you consider a re-race? And so he, he answered no, yes, and yes. So no, that his start wasn't sabotaged. Yes, it still irks him to this day. And yes, he would consider 
a re-race. Wow. And I, I <clears throat> So is this a PRL exclusive? We're announcing this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Breaking news. So I said to him, I hope... Because there's a new class of rugby league entrepreneur out there. And I said, I hope the new class of rugby league entrepreneur makes this happen. But yeah. I think, actually, come to think of it, we can start the groundswell of support for this. If we come up with a few ideas yeah. that can make a, a rematch like this happen. Or do we need a Patreon where listeners can donate for <laughs> Chariot's uh, airfare over here? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, also to hire a private investigator to find Lee Oden Ryan. <laughs> well, I've done some wiki on Lee Oden Ryan. Apparently oh, okay. he's a, a policeman. Okay. Uh, yeah. He was a policeman in New Zealand after his rugby league career. Now he's a policeman in New South Wales. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we could raise money for either Chariot's um, flight over here or Lee's flight to England. I mean, we could mm-hmm. do this at halftime in the Challenge yeah. Cup final at Wembley. Um, we could do it, I don't know, what, what was your idea so earlier? My idea was that as the official opening event to the new, new Western Sydney Stadium at yes. Parramatta. So uh, a, a, re, a rematch on the same turf or the refreshed oh, turf yeah, where yeah. the original went down. Oh, that's perfect. Or, you know, if, if, if Chariots doesn't want to come all the way here, well, what's halfway? We're calling Dubai halfway? Wow. Yeah. Dubai, that's pretty oh, cool. It's pretty hot. Yeah, look, I think that's very exciting. Um, what about that? Maybe we can get the Masters games involved. I think they're both over fifty now. Maybe that can be like oh, a, right. an event within the Masters games. That mm. can be. So, which one of them is going to wear the golden shorts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> very good question. We have to wait ten years. Yeah, it could be um, halftime entertainment, the grand final. State of, could it be a state of origin field too? I mean, these are. I mean, I'm I'm tired of the old you know band at halftime or band beforehand, where it's literally mm-hmm. just a paid advertisement for a. Uh, you know, a bunch of for whoever the musical act is. Yeah, exactly. So, I think fans. Are you fans calling are like Shannon fans. Noll a nobody? Oh, no, I wasn't <laughs> like thinking about Shannon Noll. <laughs> Not Noll. Wash, wash your mouth. <laughs> anyway, let's make it happen, listeners. Yep, friends. And um, yeah, so that's our mailbag this week. We're calling tweets that we exchange with uh, former players. Mailbag. <laughs> Uh, inquiries that now does this, does this mean that Chariot of Fire is officially another a friend, friend of, of the, the show? show. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. There we go. We're joining David Middleton <laughs> yeah. as two official friends of the show. There we go. Right. And we're assuming Perez, just because. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, Eric yeah, well, Perez. Or maybe Eric Perez can make you should be the, the new kind well, of. That's where I thought you were going yeah. when you started talking entrepreneurial. Yeah, well, I totally forgot about. Sorry, well, what Eric. about we could get uh, Jason Moore of Moore Sports, who is underwriting the Denver yeah. Test. Yes. So he's in, he's obviously interested in you know international mm-hmm. rugby league events. Mm-hmm. So Paul Dunn. Paul Dunn. He's uh, he's uh, uh, in the corporate world these days. Right. He could pull some strings, I'm sure. Yeah. Damien Keogh. He's, he's yeah. <laughs> I told you Bradley Clark. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> CEO of a tech company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, f- we'll find out what that is one of these weeks. <laughs> uh, all right. Mailbag closed. And thank goodness it was a bit whiffy. Now, on Saturday, your PRL friends here, Big Al, Jono, the slug, we all uh, decided to trot off to Hanson Park to watch the Newtown Jets and the Bulldogs. Sure did. We sure did. So um, we're going to cross to us in the past there now. And um, Slug, take it away. Thanks, Slug. Well, we're here at uh, Henson Park here on Saturday watching the Jets play the Bulldogs. I'm here with Big Al and Jono. 
And, um, you know, we're right where we need to be. This is progressive heartland here at Henson Park. Um, would you call it the PRL Mecca? I'd go as far as saying it's the PRL Mecca. I mean, it's a, it's a freezing day. Um, we're struggling with wind and a, and a bit of rain, but I, there's no, uh, nowhere else I'd rather be than right here on the hill at Henson Park. Yeah, I would say if, if there truly is a, a PRL afterlife, I think this is as close as we'll get in this world to uh, yeah, PRL Utopia. So it's half time here. It's uh, 14-6 to the Jets. And, you know, we're up here on the hill dodging dog shit at the moment. Um, but, you know, it's just wonderful. At half time here at Henson Park, people get on the field, they start kicking the ball around. You don't get that in the top leagues. You don't get cars on the hill pointing down, watching big games, people sitting in their cars, they popping their horns. You don't get any of this stuff. What, what, what are you smoking, Derby's <laughs> What do you think? Do you think that this, we should be more of this? Do you think Newtown are the only team that do this? Is, 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 is this, is this a, a pariah? Why is it just here? I think what we're seeing here is uh, obviously the, the combination of assuming years of hard campaigning and, and work by the Newtown Jets administration to get uh, the community involved in the team. Um, I'm not quite sure if... I mean, I couldn't speak as to whether it's happening in other New South Wales Cup teams because, shame on me, I don't really have the experience outside of the Glebe Dirty Reds, who I believe are also trying, <laughs> yet are less glamorous because they're playing a tier below the uh, New South Wales Cup. But I think uh, what we're seeing is true community engagement in a nostalgia brand. I think there's there's definitely like a market for this sort of thing these days, you know, a lot, lots of professional sport is in these sort of uh, hollow, you know, soulless venues, cavernous venues. So you're talking ANZ. Yeah, exactly right. And and so it's an opportunity to get get the grass beneath the fingers, to get the kids to run around, even the dogs to run around and hang a shit on the on the on the hill. So it's actually uh, a beautiful. A beautiful moment for you know, the community and rugby league fans who can't be bothered, you know, going to the going the whole hog for an NRL game. It is, um, it is a really good uh, like if you play on the family aspect of the whole thing. Like we, uh, if you, you, you've got the Henson Park Hotel, which is you know 50 meters down the road, where uh, the family, like you and your family, you and your cool hipster family, with your, your cool hipster kids wearing their backwards berets and having. Um, you know, and, and long hair and all that sort of stuff. Jackson, Boston, and and Chai. Yeah, and Riley. <laughs> uh, you can go and have your your, your fancy milk bun brioche uh, brioche style burgers <laughs> and drink your craft beer at the Hanson Park. We do the same thing. There's no shame in that. I really love that sort of stuff. And, and, and it is hipster day here at Hanson Park, apparently. That's and right. then once you've done that, you can walk the 50 meters down the street, pay 10 bucks uh, to the, the bloke at the gate, and come and you know. There's so much space here. You can like you can bring come come with your dog, come with your kids, kick the you get they let you go on the field at half time, um, and plus for the rugby league mad in the family, you, you get a rugby league fix as well. It's a, just a easy day out. It's just easy, I think, is what it is. Uh, yeah, and, and there are anecdotes to take home to your to your family and, and to your workmates on come Monday morning. I remember one of my favourite lower tier rugby league moments was I think it was at Leichhardt Oval actually. I was watching a, a Balmain versus North Sydney game. And uh, this is just after the North Sydney had, had sort of d- dissolved, basically, because of the failed merger with Manly. And there was a, a man there wearing a, a T-shirt with a big bear on the front that said, no merger, no way. And, uh, you know, the sentiment was, was there, but 
he, he forgot to, to realise that it was a double negative, so it was in fact a positive. So, so inadvertently, he was pro-merger. And we made the point to him that it was attitude, it was like intellect like that, it would probably cost the North Sydney Bears. They, want, they were against the merger, but they were in fact pro-merger. Uh, so th- those sorts of things, you just don't get it in NRL games. And it's just a pleasure to be here. So, yeah, as I said, it is hipster day here. Uh, uh, what that entails, I haven't quite figured out. I mean, there seem to be the normal volume of people in kind of peak caps and massive beards. Um, do you know much about it? Well, I believe you could get free entry if you were sporting a, an incredibly long beard. So there, uh, there's a few people around uh, with fake beards, and apparently oh, right. they, yeah. they've, uh, they've dodged the entry fee, which, which is a nice touch. But, I mean... I. You know, you'd pay the entry fee anyway, wouldn't you? It's, 10 it's a community organisation, right. folks. Come on, pay the 10 bucks. Do your bit. Uh, what do you think? Do you think NRL clubs, as a way of battling, you know, uh, disappointing crowds at times, should look at more drive-in options at, <laughs> at the NRL, at, at the top-tier games? Well, well, let's think about the stadiums that could give you a drive-in option. I suppose you'd need to knock down the one of the one of the end stands at ANZ, or probably both. Uh, like, I don't know, there's no way. You can't even drive... You know, within 200 metres of that place. Um, Brookvale, perhaps, just off the... Brookvale, perhaps, yeah, just off the... Um, Highway, just drive right in there. Um, what about Central Coast Stadium up there? You could block that road that's uh, Actually, yeah. next to the water and people could park on the road and look, yeah. watch in. Yeah, I like that. And we all know um, the Central Coast folk, uh, you know, they'll drive anywhere. So I think it works. <laughs> what about the, the idea of driving rugby league? I mean, it's a beautiful concept, isn't it? Driving movies that had their day. There, it's sort of a, a revival at the moment, and we all know there was uh, all, all sorts of things happen at drive-in movies. What, what do you think would happen at drive-in rugby league? Well, yeah, that is one thing, and it also eliminates the um, the excuse of poor weather. It doesn't matter That's if it's right. poor weather. You ha- haven't left your car. Well, yeah. Well, today's a, a rough day weather-wise, and it looks like they've opened up a bit more of the hill, so cars can actually uh, sit on the hill, and you can watch the game from a decent angle on the hill so as I said to you earlier I'm a little worried about you know someone accidentally taking their park brake off because there will be casualties yeah I think um, so with with driving rugby league uh, I like the idea but how do you replace the um, the exuberance that happens when the the team is going well or a try is about to be scored I guess you'd replace the yelling and and screaming with just honks yeah Yeah, honking but like Donuts. But how could you... The the trouble with honking, and this is in everyday life, is you don't know if it's a good honk or a bad honk. Yeah, that's true. So, like, if you're you're trying to, you know, get them on side, but also come on the... the, the, Insert my team here. Like, how do you... Well, that's when you roll the window down and say, by the way, that honk (laughs) was not positive. I do not like what you're doing out there. Actually, I think uh, on the road, uh, a happy honk is sort of short. Like, huh? Okay. And, uh, and in, uh, I, you, the, your, the up yours honk is really long. Yeah. So I guess uh, Morse code it. on a breakaway for a try, it's honk, 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 honk. Oh, and, so if, what, and if it's what's a, that one? ref's fault, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a long and... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> we had a dog try and uh, put his two cents worth in then. <laughs> it's weird. Um, all right, well, we're going to get back into the second half here in a minute. Um, any other thoughts here while we... Uh, really soak in this beautiful atmosphere. I have one th- one thought, and that is, I think Henson Park has probably got the mix of nostalgia yet modern convenience right. Uh, and before we, whilst we were off air, I mentioned to the fellas here that at Leichhardt Oval, I have to queue up for an hour to buy 
VB only and I'm not allowed to pay using FPOS, whereas here I can buy my fantastic craft beer for six bucks and I can pay with a card if I want to. So well done, Newtown Jets. Well done. You didn't even need a beard to do it. And I'll just say uh, good luck to the Jets in the second half against the Dogs. It's the Blue and Whites versus the Blue and Whites and it's, uh, it's a pleasure to watch. Versus the white and blues. Yes, absolutely. All right, thank you. Back to you, Slug. Well, thank you for that report, Slug. And we apologise for a little bit of the sound quality in there. There were a few big gusts of wind that um, made us sound a little Dalek-y. So we apologise for that. All right. International updates. Slug me, gather me. We like what we see when it comes to French-Canadian rugby 13. Oh, wow, okay. what an intro. I'll never get tired of that. Are we doing that every week? Uh, why not? Okay. I, think, I think we are. I think it's a, it's a new PRL tradition. <laughs> anyway, so fresh fresh from the uh, International Rugby League world, I have for you a Challenge Cup update. So there's been a, there was a pause uh, across the Super League and the Championship mm. over the weekend mm. because it was round ooh, seven, I think, of the Challenge uh, Cup. The quarterfinals, the QFs. Was it the quarterfinals? It was the quarterfinals. I think it was the, the round before the quarterfinals. quarterfinals. Okay, it was the quarterfinals. There you go. Anyway, so Catalan's... Defeated the Ordersfield Giants uh, 20 to 6, which sees them advance to the semi finals. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it was. Uh, which sees them advance to the semi finals where they'll be taking on St. Helens in a semi finals double header to be played at Macron Stadium in Bolton. Which Macron. is, yeah, well, it's good science. Named after? <laughs> I, you can only assume it's named after Emmanuel, the yeah. French president. So they're good signs for the Catalan. That's a brand spanking new stadium, then, surely. <laughs> But yeah, big, it's going to be a big test against St. Helens, who have been the standout this year by, yeah, by a long way. So, uh, Catalan, St. Helens, and the other game, I believe, is Warrington versus Leeds in the mm, other semi-finals. Two big so. clubs there as well. So, it'll be, I mean, whilst it, it won't free them from the dangers of relegation or fighting against rele- relegation, mm. it's good to see Catalans doing something. Yeah. yeah. And apparently that was Kenny Edwards' first match for the Catalan Dragons, and uh, <sighs> he came off the bench and... And yet, I don't recall him rubbing anyone's hair or throwing balls in someone's face. No, actually, I actually caught the highlights of this game. Yeah. And he played in a general Kenny Edwards style in that, like, <laughs> but less less offensive, I would say. Yeah, like it, was, he was, it was Kenny Light. Yeah, I mean, it was, and, you know, and, like, you've got Kenny Edwards and Greg Bird on the same team. Yeah. The, the, the vibe of the team is always going to be a bit... Yeah. But hasn't, like, Greg Bird somehow become a statesman now over there? Like, he, he's, like... <laughs> Like assistant coach, yeah. he's, he's like, something. He's going to like Royal Gala dinners, consultant, and, yeah, coaching right. consultant. I think it's yeah. like you know when Leighton Hewitt started his career, everyone thought he was like a total twat. But oh, like yeah. ten years later, he was literally like well, a, I think a sensei. The public's tennis. image of Leighton Hewitt really softened after he did those sorbent toilet paper commercials. Oh, softened, softened. That's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. and and the, him being in New Weekly every second week that helps. Yeah, yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. I've heard. <laughs> We're slightly off track. Um, uh, any more international? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, boy, howdy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, let me tell you. The USA Rugby League domestic competition kicked off over the weekend. Is that right? Yes, it did. So, for those that don't know, the USA RL is made up of two conferences, North and South. Okay. Uh, the Northern Conference... Civil War. Like Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> um, dangerous, isn't it? Well, they're playing off for the Abraham Lincoln Shield. <laughs> uh, but no, there's uh, seven teams in the North, so we've got the New York Knights against uh, with uh, the Brooklyn Kings, the Northern Virginia Eagles, the Boston 13s. Oh, nice. Um, I think that's actually my favourite US, USA uh, domestic team, simply because I like the name. 13s. Yeah, the Boston 13s. Yeah, it's in like you the got, basketball got... tradition, your 36s, your 76s. 
your 49ers. I thought they were all... The 49ers is, is like a year, I think. Well, 49, um, 49ers refers to Gold Rush, doesn't it? Pretty yeah. sure. But anyway, they're all numbers. They're all, <laughs> I thought, you, didn't, you don't like team names that are derivative, though. Yeah, that's true. I hate this name. <laughs> how can you like Boston 13s? Well, all right, well, how about the, uh, the Delaware Black Foxes? Not bad. The oh, Black Foxes? Not just any fox. You don't have to. You don't have to pic- picture what the fox might look like. We're telling you what it looks like. It's bloody black. The the Philadelphia fight. No, hate no. It. fight. I, hate words. Well, I don't mind it. I've said before. I don't mind the vague ones where you have to picture what's going on. But still, the, uh, the the logo is a, a clenched fist with like a phantom style knuckle ring. Oh my god! I don't know that's if that's progressive. progressive. If we're going to bag Toronto for being thuggish, yeah. you can't get behind the Philadelphia oh, fight. Okay. Well, how do you feel? Yeah. How about the uh, the Rhode Island Rebellion? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you'll love this one. The White Plains Wombats. Yeah, the Wombats. Yeah, it's yeah. Not Wombats <laughs> in America. <laughs> Obviously, they must be, uh, you know, must be a high, high Australian contingent. But again, that does make that oh, yeah, name. that's derivative. That's derivative. Yeah, it. so that's we, have, we have tigers in now. We yeah. don't have tigers in Australia. So no, but at least the, 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 I think we explained. Well, at least I explained that the tigers is orga- has organically progressed because the team uh, jersey colours were black and gold originally. I understand. So what? They've got poo brown jerseys <laughs> over there, do they? So they have to be called the wombat. They've, they've got furry it's, jerseys. <laughs> okay, it's, 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 a deriv- it's a derivative name, so therefore it's not progressive. All right. Uh, moving on to the Southern Conference, so there's actually a big, a big um, disparity between the number of teams in each conference. So you've got seven teams in the North and only four teams in the South. Yeah, right. cool. So what that does mean is that uh, six of the seven teams from the North will qualify for the for the final <laughs> season. <laughs> but still, I shouldn't. Um, yeah, anyway, going on to the South Conference, we've got the Atlanta Rhinos. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not bad. The Tampa Mayhem. No. Nah. Once again, it's a word. <laughs> mayhem. Mayhem. I don't know. I'd be worried if I was a sport. If you're a coach going into to um, coach the mayhem, how are your structures looking? The mayhem. <laughs> the local derby against the chaos. That'd be good. Uh, all right. The Jacksonville Axemen. Yeah, they've been oh, around a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they've actually. This is their twentieth year. Oh, and as a as a um, domestic rugby American rugby league team, they've because uh, there was actually a, a civil war between domestic. Uh, American domestic rugby league competitions. That's yeah. right. But they've been continuously present across one or both of those leagues for yeah. 20 years. And so. they would all have been um, sidelined at the South's Leeds yeah. game. That was in Jacksonville. in Jacksonville. And rounding it out, we've got Copperheads Rugby League Football Club, which I believe are from South Florida. Okay, so Copperheads. 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 And looking at the logo, that's some kind of snake, I think. Well, a snake, oh, or a, snake, a dragon. A snake is a copperhead, but they've just foregone the location in their name, have they? Well, I think, I think there's this, this, this um, myth around like any kind of sporting teams. If you have a, uh, either the, lo- the logo or the location and then initials of what your sport is with C at the end, yeah. it somehow gives you legitimacy. Prestige. Yeah, prestige. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there you go. So that's and that's why where everyone knows that Copperheads RLFC is they're a real team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but where are, where are they from? I, don't know, South, I think this is their first year as well. So they're a, they're, <laughs> they're a startup. <laughs> Travelling band of football players who uh, live in caravans or something. Uh, so that's what's happening in uh, America. But fellas, oh, what? Hot off the press, incoming news. Damn. I have been handed a press release. Fantastic. I have been handed a press release from the International Rugby League Football. Uh, body, I think I got the name wrong there, but the inaugural rugby league test match has been announced between Hungary and Ireland. Oh, wow. 
So there we go, yes, round of applause, round of applause. So the uh, Hungarian Rugby League Federation has announced they'll play a one-off test match against Ireland in Budapest on the 30th of June at NKE Sports Playa. Wow. Um, and in the, Budapest? In Budapest. So it'll be the first time they've ever met. Mm. Wow. Well, I, I'm, I'm getting behind the Irish team there. I've got an Irish Rugby League t-shirt. That's the first reason. The second reason is they've just uh, voted to amend their constitution to relax the laws on abortion, which is yeah. very progressive. Yeah. And also Hungary have a, a very hard-right conservative uh, president. So yeah, that's but, perhaps, but perhaps going for Ireland. Perhaps the Rugby League can show the people... Progressiveness, the light, the, light. Yeah. Like, the, okay. the people can get behind yeah, 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 sure. the, um, the. Should the, we the, examine what bills they have before Parliament in Hungary that might pass <laughs> before the, this game's played before we decide what side we're going to be on? <laughs> um, so the so the Budapest, so the, the Hungary team is called the the Magyar Bulls. So oh, yeah. I don't know what Magyar is. Well, it would probably be a town, but if it's for Hungary, like it's the, it's the country, it's the national team. Yeah, maybe it's a type of bull then. Mm. It might be a, a native plant. <laughs> The so they'd be like, they'd be the, like the Australian, balls. the Australian Waratah cockatoos. Anyway, so there you go. Ireland and Hungary. Uh, can't wait for that one. Um, broadcast details still to be announced. TBC. TBC. But there you are, folks. Uh, that's it. Closing out the international update. A test in Budapest. Who would have thought? It's going to be the best. No. Oh. Okay, a Magyar is a member of a people who originated in the Urals and migrated westward to settle in what is now Hungary in the Ooh. 9th century AD. So there you go. Ooh, okay. It's, that's uh, pretty good. That's a, that's an ancestral a... kind of throwback. Ooh, I they guess. might have won me over there, Hungary. So... I hope it's a draw. <laughs> now, is that the bulls that they brought along with them while they migrated? Those well, maybe, bulls? Well, maybe, um, does, does bulls mean anything? Is, is bulls just bulls? We might stay tuned next week. We'll <laughs> fill you in there. Progressive Rugby League. All right, progressive moments. Who's got one? Uh, I'll, I'll keep going. So, progressive, I've got two. Um, one is just purely about progressive play. So, sure. uh, whilst I didn't like the result, in the West Tigers Roosters game on Sunday, young, uh, young fullback Corey Thompson, no, actually, he was playing on the wing. Did the quick tap twice in a row. I know. So there you go. He ran up the field. No, it didn't result in a try, but that's not important. It was quick tap into quick tap. So uh, fantastic play there by Corey Thompson. But I also have progressive news if you're into uh, rugby league infrastructure. Uh, The ACT government has just announced $15 million worth of funding for a centre of excellence for the Canberra Raiders. Uh, So that's $3 million over five years. Nice. Which is good news for the Raiders and good news for the maintenance of excellence in the sport I suppose you but need I, excellence I do pose this question to you though centres of excellence have become quite a centre of excellence is a, is a term that's thrown around quite often we yeah. want to make sure we have a centre of excellence yeah. Who, whose standards are they yeah. excellence what do you gut- think like yeah whose standards of excellence are they, yeah. these things being being um, held to yeah. and what qualifies for a centre of excellence it, to me it sounds just like a big gym I think it has flushing toilets or it has that like <laughs> yeah, half flush Options. Yeah. I think if you've got a lot of people in lab coats, kind Ooh, of, yeah. uh, Ooh, you know, and putting those little suctiony things on your chest with wires coming out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's pretty excellent. So we've had centres of excellence announced for the Bulldogs, the Knights, the Rabbitohs, the Roosters, and the Sharks. And potential ones for the Tigers and ooh, somebody else as well. So, I noticed so it's just going to be everyone. Everyone's got one. 
I noticed on that sheet of paper that the Bulldog Centre of Excellence cost, what, $2 million bucks yeah. and the Knights one cost $10 million bucks. <laughs> yeah. Is that just like, did the Bulldogs just get a great deal and the Knights got ripped off? Or are, they, are they different types of centres? No, well, these are actually, no, this, is, this is the funding that the government's going to contribute. Oh, so it's right, like the cost of the, of, of the Centre of Excellence. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously there's a, it must be a marginal seat in Newcastle. Well, which I was going to say, I don't know that the Bulldogs area is uh, liberal, uh, comfy seats. No, well, there you go. So Centres of Excellence, they're popping up everywhere mm. and the latest one's in Canberra. Fantastic. Very good. My, my PRL moment of the week, I saw a, a news article on the television yesterday which is about um, the Wellington area of New South Wales, which is about five hours west of New South Wales for our northern uh, hemisphere fans. So this town, a few years ago, was known as Antarctica because of its addiction to ice. It was the ice capital of Australia. Oh. And so this story basically uh, told about rugby league's role in getting Wellington off ice. Get out uh, of here. Believe it or not. Where did you league. see this? This was on the ABC News last night. My God. A lovely story. And, of course, there's a long way to go. There's a lot of people who are, are still struggling with addiction, but there are some lovely stories about um, former addicts who turned to rugby league for guidance, and they just... <laughs> this, this <laughs> it's is a true story. I'm not making like, it up. Are you just, I'm not making You're not it teasing up. me. No, no, no. And oh. they You're said, not writing a script, are you? Rugby <laughs> League saved me. So, you know, the, <laughs> you know using, uh, you know, going to training every day, uh, that gave them something to do, the sense of community, yeah. uh, the sense of accomplishment, fitness, all, all came together to, you know, it's really apparently, according to this story... Turning the town around. So, once again, Rugby League, you've done it again. Oh, yeah, rugby okay. League, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. That is quite possibly one of the best things I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm. So, I'll be seeking out that story, as all our listeners should as well. My progressive moment of the week, very briefly, is just the realisation after watching... Where are we at? We're well over a third of the season down. Yeah, almost halfway. Yeah. Halfway, I'd say. So... It's just the realisation after watching all these weekends of football that the teams that just keep relying on set play, set play, set play, set play are really struggling to score. Yeah. Yep. And the teams like South the other night against the Sharks were just, you know, free-flowing, whatever make of what's happening what you will, and played beautifully and was good to watch. So at some point... Someone's going to click that the set play bizzo like has to take a back seat. Unless it's from a scrum. Unless it's a that's Team right. Sheen's oh, wedge-style scrum play. Blindside scrum play. Yeah, yeah that's right. But I'll the like... memo should be going out to coaches, you know, offloads. Chuck it around. Chicken, chips and chases. <laughs> Chicks and chases? Chip and chases. Now, this isn't a PRL reflection. It's just a question that occurred to me right now. Okay. This set play of always having... One person run through, and then you pass it behind to the yeah. next person. Second man play. Second, like every set play has it. <laughs> it's so annoying to watch. Yeah. What's happened to the baseball? Ooh, good old baseball. Where's the baseball gone? Where's the Andrew John's baseball? You are the master of the baseball in, in Oztag, <laughs> I believe. I've never actually got to see you play. That's why I'm so fired up about it. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to wow. see see it happen. No one's expecting a baseball these days. Everyone's expecting. A big stupid forward just to lumber through yeah. and the halfback half back pretend to pass to him. No one's falling for that crap anymore. <laughs> Me, to the coaches out there, get on to the slug. Slug says. And learn baseball. from him how to throw a baseball. Just, throw, just put some face balls in your set play. 
You can't just have the one it, thing yeah. all the time. There should be a minimum 25% quota for Faceball. Faceball. <laughs> Faceball's to out-the-back ratio. And yeah. how would that be? I like the idea. How would that be police? Would that be like a match review sort of thing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, well, on, well, if the referee feels that yeah. he hasn't seen enough, he just puts on his report. arms up on report. Yeah. Captain absolutely. on report, yeah. not enough Faceballs. All right. We should leave it there before, <laughs> before, before I start think of another question. We start rambling on into the night. Please, people, Twitter. You can talk to us. Directly. David Middleton. Art No Fire. Eric Perez, probably. probably. Whoever else we talk to next week. Who's to know? It could it be could anyone. could be you. <laughs> Facebook. Email. ProgressiveRL at Outlook.com. iTunes. Stitcher. Do something. It's great. Join us. <laughs> Big Al's giving me a disapproving look. So I'm going to wrap it there. Bye all. Catch ya. <laughs> Goodbye all in Rocky League We Trust. <laughs> <laughs>